Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 277, How to Maximize Consistency with Your Routines with Ashley Brown. Quick question to start off. How long does it take to develop a habit? I'm sure you're already saying 28 days because that's something we've heard for so long. Others of you might be saying 100 days, a year. Well, actually, and surprisingly, it's not how long you take on a new habit. It's how often. In other words, consistency. (laughs) Yep, I know. That's where we're actually talking about this month on the podcast. We're talking all about how to be consistent. Now, what I just shared with you about how it's not how long you take on a habit, it's how often you do, came from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, which I have been referencing a lot lately. It's phenomenal. And what he talks about there is that the key to making habits stick is to focus on quantity over quality. So how often you do something. Again, it's consistency. Today in particular, we are talking about routines. And routines are extra special 
extra awesome and also extra hard to implement because they're essentially a whole grouping of habits strung together. I mean, think about a morning routine. A morning routine could entail waking up at a certain time, praying, getting in workout clothes, walking around the neighborhood, coming home, making breakfast, and the list goes on and on and on. And those are a series of habits. So honestly, it can be a task to get some strong routines established, especially when you are trying to maximize the consistency of them so they become second nature, which is the number one goal behind habit formation, to make it be something that you do without even thinking about it. That's why I asked Ashley Brown to be on the show. She is one of my personal favorites for podcast listening. She has a podcast called Routine and Things, and man, she knows her stuff. So she is here to share her tried and true advice on how to increase the consistency of your routines so that they stick. And don't be scared. These tips are totally doable. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packard, and I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. This community of progressors empowers women to take on radical growth via sustainable changes. Are you motivated and ready to grow in your identity, purpose, and productivity? You can when you remember that life is about progress, not perfection. I know it is so easy to get swept up into all the shoulds when we are trying to create new habits like a new workout routine or even flossing our teeth. You know, we should do it this way at this time, this amount, this intensity. Advice abounds when it comes to shifting our habits and routines. And we can go on Pinterest and Google and find so much wisdom on how to implement them. So why do we keep struggling with the habits that we've been meaning and even trying to change for what seems like forever? Well, in my free online class I'm teaching this month, how to create habits that stick, I'm going to teach you what is getting in the way of you sticking to your habits and practical ways you can change so that you find your habits are ingrained and require little to no willpower. There are three class times to choose from with replays included, but live honestly is going to be the best option because there's going to be plenty of coaching one-on-one with you there. So join us by going to aboutprogress.com slash free class to sign up. Again, that's aboutprogress.com slash free class to sign up for how to make habits that stick. I'm so pleased to share this interview with Ashley. I have linked to all things Ashley in the show notes, which you can find on your podcast app or by going to aboutprogress.com slash podcast. Make sure you stay tuned to the end where I share our own practical progress pointers from this episode so you don't have to take notes. So my name is Ashley Brown. I am the creator and owner of Routine and Things, which is all about helping women to get and stay happy using routines as their guide. Also outside of that, I am a wife, a mom of two beautiful girls. Um, and currently right now we reside in Baltimore, Maryland, but I am a Southern girl from Bennisville, South Carolina, very wow. small town. And I love cooking because that's how they train us in the South. And I love eating and just a big foodie. And I just, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Yeah, we definitely have a lot in common. I've never lived or even been to the South, but uh, cooking, eating, family of girls, I'm I'm with you on that. And of course, 
your obsession, which we both share with habits and routines. And you talked about routine and things. And I just want to give you a little shout out here because guys, you need to listen to Ashley's podcast. It is beyond amazing. And I have been binging it the last two months. Um, always practical, always heartwarming too. And like the most encouraging supportive way. So I just want to honor you there. You're doing such great work. And that's why I've actually asked you to be on the show because people struggle, especially during, you know, worldwide pandemic, we're all struggling with our habits and routines. And I also think we are simultaneously being made aware, like we can't help it. It's being forced on us to be aware of how important our habits and routines really are now that they've been kind of, you know, the rugs been taken out from under us we're being forced to see like, Oh, it actually does matter. (laughs) These routines I have. So consistency, honestly, is the hardest part. And we're spending all month talking about being consistent. Um, you know, we don't want these new routines as we're trying to get back on the horse to fizzle out really quick. I know I'm talking a lot here, but you're going to take over in just a minute. So you're here to help us maximize our consistency. I loved how you phrased that, by the way, maximize your consistency with your routine implementation. So they actually stick. But before we do that, Ashley, I'm so sorry. I continue to talk, but it's going to be your floor now in just a moment. Was this ever not something you were good at? Or like, what was, what was the old you like, or the growing up you like in your own relationship with routines? I just love to know that. Yes. Um, (laughs) was this always, yes, I have always been type A routines but not as intentional but like calendars schedules organized like what people would call high achiever like that's me yeah just in general now I've had to I can go into a long story about how I've had to kind of reel that back just a little to be able to be more flexible because sometimes in the past I could get very rigid but um but yeah so it's been a part of my DNA but not as intentional as it has been lately like over the past like year and a half I've Mm -hmm. been super intentional about my routines but this only came from trial and error after being at a place in my life where routines went out the window and that was like within like maybe like a seven to eight month time frame routines kind of went out the window because I made a huge transition from going to being uh going from being a working mom to a stay-at-home mom Mm. And in that transition, oh, like stuff just hit the fan. Mm -hmm. It was like, what is going on here? Everything looked different. Everything felt different. And the routines that I had, I tried to still keep the routines I had when I was working and that wasn't working. And I just wasn't even thinking. It was just kind of like I kept trying to figure out how are things going to be like, how can I get my home together in the space in season of life I'm in now. And I couldn't for the life of me get a hold of that. And at a certain point, I just felt very fragile. Mm. Um, really leaned on God in that moment. Cause I, cause I have a strong faith and really leaned on God in that moment. And mm. I really feel like God spoke to me and said, you need better routines here. And I remember writing that down on a piece of paper, which I and you're like, have. what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like when you hear God very clearly. And so that's when I started to get more intentional about my routines. But even in trying to be intentional, it was still a lot of bumps along the road. Like this doesn't work. This does. And I started to really figure out what really truly helped me to remain consistent with my routines along the way and along the journey, which I'm still on the journey now, but yeah. Is this also the phase um, that taught you flexibility? Like, are they one in the same experience or is it a different thing? (laughs) 
So partly, yes. Yes. So partly, I mean, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like throughout my life, like God has been saying, oh, you got to flex a little bit more. You got to flex mm-hmm. a little bit more just throughout. I know the first experience is just being with my husband. He's a very flexible guy. Mm-hmm. So like, he's like, no, you're too uptight. You want to just relax a little bit. And so um, he has truly helped me, but just like life experiences, but th- that experience overall, yes, was like a huge eye opener because I wasn't able to control in the moment what was really going on. It was a huge transition. And so that really taught me a lot. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot and really, really put me on a path to more so self-development and really doing the inside work. Yes. Which we are all about here. It's, it's a combination of the two, right? The inside to the outside and outside to the inside. When you, you said intentional a few times, um, I'm just kind of curious, like, what does that mean to you to like go about habit and routine formation intentionally? Like what's the contrast between like, what's the opposite of that, I guess, in, in your past or with your history? Yeah. So just doing things in the past, I feel like I would just do things because it felt like the right thing to do and like, okay, I just need to be doing something. I need to be moving towards something versus, well, Ashley, what actually are you trying to move towards? Mm-hmm. What is, what is that that you're trying to aspire to or what is the clear path or the clear vision that you're trying to reach instead of just feeling like, oh, I have to do, I have to do, I have to do. And so, yeah, so that's for me when I say intentional, it's really about really checking in with myself to, to understand what is the, what is the point you're trying to reach or what is, what is your aim? Like, what does that look like on the other side? How do you want to feel when you get to that space into that place? That is beautiful. I had to write down that phrase. What is your aim? That's everything. So just as you've been describing that, I, I totally get caught in this web too. And I think a lot of people do when they're trying to make routines. That's the big problem is they're like overloading themselves. And it's a lot of shoulds instead of like, what really does matter to me? What does move the needle forward in my family? Um, just a short example, I'm, I'm going to homeschool my kids this year because we're still in the middle of a move and we don't know where we're going. They've got some special needs. Anyway, with that, like I kind of got struck over the head this week with my own like God moment where I was like, your kid, your connection to your kids, that's your number one. That's essential. That is what has to be most intentional. School comes second. So it doesn't matter so much like, cause I've been thinking about the curriculum and all these like routines with it that we'll be doing. And I feel like I just have this, you know, message too of tailor it back get to the few routines that matter most, a few topics, a few, you know, things are going to help you and focus more on the connection for these kids. Um, so for me, when, what you've been saying is intentional means flexible. Yes. Too. Definitely. Any thoughts? Yeah. Tell me more on that. Yeah. I'm not one for a rigid routine. Not at all. I think just in life, we have to, we have to flex because life is constantly changing. And so even when it comes to routines, having your routines be more flexible is super important. Like you said, the connection to your kids, that in itself is structure, like connection huh. to my kids. Yeah. That's it. Right. Because. And yourself you, and your, your spouse, your friends. Yeah. Right. That in itself is the structure, the connection that you want to feel. It doesn't have to be super specific in what that looks like like you could say oh I want to connect with my kids by doing crafts with them but that's when you take it very rigid 
that's when it gets very um, constricted. Mm. You start to feel suffocated because when you don't do it, then you feel like, oh, I dropped the ball today versus I want to feel some connection with my kids. And that can look in a variety of ways. And so definitely having routines that are more flexible is super important. I always say it's more so about the structure than the, the specificity in your routines. Okay. So if you can make sure that your routines just provide the structure. Another example of this is just one thing is just, I'm just going to throw out my morning routine. Please because my morning routines. Yes. So my morning routine is to read, recite, and to check in. And so every morning I read something. Usually it's a Bible scripture because like I said, I have a strong faith. Usually it's a Bible scripture. Then I recite, I can recite a prayer. I can recite something I'm grateful for. I recite one of those things. And then I'll also check in with myself by doing like a mental check-in. I ask myself a few questions. And so that's my routine. And so even though, and so it's not super specific, I have the structure there, read. Hmm. I can say read a book. But what if I don't, what if in that morning, I don't want to read a book? What if I'm not feeling reading the book? What if I feel like reading a news article that popped up on my phone? I I might be able to do that, right? And I could have the choice of doing that. And so it's the same even with reciting, reciting a prayer, reciting what I'm grateful for, you know, just reciting what's on my mind. It could be different things. So I feel like just having routines that more so provide the structure for what you are going to do or how you are going to flow in that point in time is more important than it being super restrictive or super specific because when we get to things being very specific especially with routines we can start to feel like we don't have any leeway to flex and that can make us feel anxious or start to put more pressure on ourselves than we need to Mm -hmm. this is why i love this chat because even though you're coming to the table as more naturally type a and like this stuff comes a little bit more easily for you but you've also seen how it can't be rigid. Like you've lived that life. And I know half my listeners are like you where they're kind of like suffocated by the rigidity of their routines. And then we have the other half who are like talk themselves out of even trying, you know, because they're not that type of person they say, or they're, it's too rigid or they try to do too much. So what I love so much about who you are, what you talk about and what we're going to continue talking about today is this is for everybody, wherever you fall on the spectrum of how naturally it comes to you. One other example I wanted to bring up before we kind of dive into how people can, you know, make consistency more often, um, happening more often with their routines is you gave a great example in one of your episodes. And I think it was about our routines rigid. Am I saying yes? the title right? Yeah. Um, I feel like I've memorized your show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you, you said something about like exercise. Like before it was like, you had this idea, like a workout routine, how to be these things. And then maybe you can describe that, like how that process played into what we were just talking about too, with rigidity in mind. In that episode, what I was talking about is the structure was more so like just moving your body and that can be in any type of way. So you can go running to move your body. You can go walking. You can stretch to move your body. You can do yoga to move your body. You can dance to move your body. I was going to say dance to Harry Styles, even though your kids hate it. Hey, yeah. Right. So that's how, you know, just having that flexibility can come into play in your routines is just making sure that whatever activity you're doing within your routine, it doesn't have to be super specific. Just 
you know, have some leeway there so that if you want to change up within your day, you can, or if you want to change up within that flow, you can, because that's what life is. We, things shift, things change. We feel one, one way, one day, another way, another day. And so Mm -hmm. that's why this can be really important when you're creating your routines. Yeah. This is helping me highlight, you know, before you get really into trying to create new routines or even maximize your consistency, which we're going to talk about next is you got to change your perspective on routines. They don't control you. You control them. Um, They're freeing instead of rigid. Anything else you'd like to add to that, that we haven't covered? So I would say routines are not so much as tools as they are wellness. They are more so wellness for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Because let me just, when I first started routines, like I said, I wasn't super intentional. It was like, okay, I need to do this. And along the way, I started having this more holistic view of routines, but I just saw them in the beginning as tools. Okay, well, this is something I'm going to use in order to get my children, my girls to not watch as much TV. This is something that I'm going to use in order to get my home cleaner. And I viewed it in that way. That was my perspective. Like, this is just something that I'm using to be able to meet this certain goal. Along the way, what I've realized is that these are not so much, routines are not so much as tools as they are helping you to live well and to be well and to stay well. Hmm. Routines are beautiful in that way because although they are helping you to meet a goal, that goal is many a times, especially with certain routines, that goal is ever it's, it's going to be ongoing. It's never going to stop. Yeah. I know sometimes when we create routines or certain goals, we're like, okay, when I get to this destination, I'm good. But a lot of times with many of our routines, even with cleaning routines, they're never going to stop. It's always going to be laundry that needs to be done. It's always going to be, especially if you have kids, like clean up after your kids to a certain extent, unless they're older and definitely they should be helping. But, um, but it's always going to be, those things that you want to do within your life and how you want to flow is going to help your life to to feel great and for Mm -hmm. you to at least be living in a way that is in alignment with how you want your life to play out Mm -hmm. and so that's why I always say like routines are not tools when we think about routines in that way that can restrict us and that can really lead into us not staying consistent with our routines because we see it as more I just need to hit this goal when I hit this goal in the in the toys are cleaned up. I'm good for today. No, like cleaning. I don't care. It's a cleaning routine, but at the end of the day, it's going to help you have so much more clarity when you have a clean and organized home. And so thinking about your routines as wellness, even in your cleaning routines, any routine, I mean, I'm telling you having that mindset shift for myself has done me so much good in my life. Hmm. Let's take a quick break here to hear a word from our sponsor. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, this is really hitting home for me, especially because um, that's what our our goal here is with about progress. We, we talk about radical transformation in sustainable ways, but for your identity, then your habits and your productivity, it really has to start with who you are. And isn't it crazy? Like these things that seem to not be about like this deeper or even this meta thing, like zoomed out, like who you are, it, it really is all about that. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. Yeah. so, so much. So like, even when I even think about when I, I'll go back to my morning routine, even when I think about that, like in order for you to decide what activities go into your morning routine, you have to know who you are. Like you legitly have to know Crazy. who you are. And, yeah. and some of us feel like we do many of us. And feel who like you we, want to be, you can start you, there, right? you know, right. I think a lot of people are like, who am I? Like, if I get asked <laughs> that, like, even though I think I know if someone asked me, who are you? I'd be like, crap. Um, but it's, you know, you can start with who you want to become, but please continue. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Starting with who you want to become really thinking about what do you like? What energizes you? What calms you? However you want to fill in your morning routine, you have to be clued in with what are those things that fill you up in order for you to even create a routine that's going to help you care for yourself and help you have some time to really be intentional with loving on yourself. Like that's, that's super important. How you flow through life. Like what, like even with cleaning routines, how you flow in terms of cleaning. Like some of us, we want to like get everything done in one, like in, in just a little bit of time with others. We're like more, more flexible as far as like, okay, I can do this one little thing, then I'll get back to it. Like, it's really all about like, making a routine specific for you. One yes. routine does not fit all we, and it should not because we're different people. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm a huge proponent for like, even when you're thinking about creating routines to act around, but also think about how you like to move throughout your day and flow throughout your life and, and who you are as a person so that it fits you. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, so we love to hear about practical stuff here too. So let's dive into that because honestly, the key to have routines that stick beyond just, you know, making sure they match who you are and what you want, like we just talked about, and also tailoring it down to what really matters is, is consistency. If you can't be consistent with a routine, it's not going to be a routine. So help us know how to better maximize that consistency. I know you have some practical pointers for us on this. So take it away, Ashley. Yes. So I talked about one, I'm going to go back to it and just, um, just highlight it again. And that is really making sure that your routines are more focused on the structure and not the specificity. So mm-hmm. when you are creating routines, think about what activities are going within that routine. And if you see that you're being super specific, like if you're saying for, let's say, um, a bedtime routine, I'm just going to throw it, or let's even do your children's routine. Um, so if you're saying you're, you want to create a children's routine and you're like, I want for them to do their ABCs after breakfast, that's like super specific. Like, and that's, in my opinion, too specific because 
you could make that a lot more flexible and just say, learning time is after breakfast. So that when it comes to that point in time, they could do their ABCs. They could work on um, doing a puzzle to help um, them learn. They could watch a TV show if there's some, you know, an educational TV show to help them learn. They could interact with their siblings because that's all learning as well. It's social learning, but it's also learning. So um, that's really important when you are creating your routines is think about the activities being just more broad not so specific, just making sure that they are broad, your activities within your routines. So that's the first thing I would that's say. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yes. The second piece of advice or just a suggestion is you, when you're trying to decide which routine, because I think this is super important too, just as a starting point, really trying to understand like which routine to start in your life. Um, because it's so many routines that you can start it's so many routines out here. I know we hear a lot about morning routine and nighttime routines and exercise routines, but it's so many routines that you can start. And so I think a good starting point is to think about these three areas first off. So think about, do you want a routine that is focused on self? Do you want a routine that is focused on your squad. And when I say squad, it could be your children, right? I really think about your children when I say squad. Mm-hmm. Or do you want a routine that, that is focused, right? Or do you want a routine that is focused on your space and your mm-hmm. home? So you can start with those three areas to see, well, well, where is the pain points? And I really hate to say pain points. I'm going to be very honest because I'm more so like, I like the intention focus more so than the problem focus. But I know as humans, we more so focus on problems. Our minds just kind of click into that more often. So where, what are the pain points in your life? Where do you feel as if you are struggling the most or you want to be better? Is that with self? Is that with your, your squad, your, your family? Is that with your home and your space? Like which one of those is really important for you? And even when deciding which one, I think it can be super important too, to allow your past to direct your present and to really hmm. Think about in the past, right? Maybe you've tried to create a morning routine in the past and you have never been able to stick to a morning routine and be consistent with it. You can really start to more so dive more into, well, why was that? And really think about it. Because if you just write it off and you're like, well, that morning routine never stuck. So I'm not going to do the same activities or do the same actions that I did in the past. Or like, I feel like people go like, oh, I'm just broken or I can't, I, I don't have the self will for it. You know, they just yes, talk themselves out yes, of it. Exactly. Like I'm not disciplined enough. I'm like, oh no, you're disciplined. I'm lazy. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, no, you're not. So, um, this can be really helpful to really think about, well, what interfered with you being able to be consistent? Like, was it something like even for the morning routine, is it because you never went to bed at a decent hour and you weren't able to get enough sleep in order for you to wake up in the morning? Um, It can be as simple as that, but like what interfered in the past? And then you can decide, well, should I truly start a morning routine or should I more so work on a bedtime routine because I never am able to get to bed at a decent hour. So that can direct you to as to which routine to start. And even when it comes to seasons of life, I feel like sometimes we will write off routines because it didn't work in a certain season of life, not understanding that 
maybe when you tried to start that morning routine, you had a six month old that wasn't sleeping at night. Mm. Well, that doesn't mean it's not going to work now because maybe they're a year now. Maybe you're able to actually do that morning routine that you wanted to start six months ago. So your past can really help you to direct your um, present when it comes to which routine to start. I love how you said that also, because like we said, it can take the self blame away. I guess just another way to allow ourselves to not try again. Like when we excuse ourselves from it and I get the temptation so real, it's just easier to blame yourself and stay stuck than it is to like really look at the data and be like, okay, uh, what really was happening and what can I shift? Exactly. Exactly. It's all about the shifting. And like you said, looking at the data because we are disciplined. I mean, even if you're listening right now, you think that you're not disciplined, you are like, I'm pretty sure you probably brush your teeth every day and you take a shower every day. You are disciplined. Yeah. It's just maybe in certain areas of your life that just needs to be more um, intentional as in certain areas and really having a place where you are trying to get to can really help with that. But um, you are disciplined. So just know that, just know that you are disciplined. I don't want you ever thinking that you're not, you are, because we have to get over that mindset hurdle in order for us to be disciplined um, and to stay consistent. Um, And then the last thing that I just want to share is like I said before, routines are wellness. They're not tools. Make that shift in your mind of thinking of routines as routines are going to help me be well, live well, stay well. If you think about that, my bestie even says this so much. She's like, Ashley, every time I think about routines, I'm like, routines are wellness and you have helped me with mm-hmm. that. I'm like, yay, I'm so happy. So good. Because she continuously does her routines because she has made that shift in her mind and she sees it. It's living, mm-hmm. like I see it on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. Yeah. She sees it in her life, how when she is constantly, constantly, and when I'm constantly living in my routines, how much, how well I feel, how, and it's not about, cause you know, like happiness is gonna, it's, it's comes and goes, right? But at the end of the day, I do feel like happiness can look in so many different ways. It can be peace. It can just be mm. calm, relaxation. And so, um, purpose, purpose, right? Yeah. And so, even when I say get and stay happy with, in terms of routine and things, I think it's all about are you living well? Are you well in your life? And are you feeling like life is more so vibrant than it is dim? And do you feel like yourself and is life in alignment with how you want to be and who you are and who you are striving to become? So routines are wellness, not tools. Make that shift. Um, And I think it could serve you so well in terms of the consistency. Yeah. Okay. And just a big like virtual double high five here. I mean, so much of even the language you're using is just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're on the same boat here. And, um, I just want to emphasize too, just like what you said there, like it's, and you said this in the beginning too, routines are freedom. They're not rigid. They're not rules. I mean, they're freedom. Yes, they are. And I just had, I just did a podcast episode all talking all about this, how routines create freedom in your life. Mm. And just a brief story. I was sitting outside with my husband the other week. We sat outside for two and a half hours talking without interruption. I don't know when the last time that happened. Let me be very honest with you because he's usually working for one. Mm -hmm. So we sat outside two and a half hours and I'm like, this is why I do what I do because routines have allowed me 
to be able to sit with my husband while my daughters are napping because that's a part of their routine. Mm -hmm. I had already gotten some of my routines done. I didn't have much to do. And I knew that I had routines coming up in the evening, but I was cool, calm, collected. I was like, I get to just chill here and be present with my husband and Mm -hmm. have a conversation outside. And it was so beautiful. So routines help you to open up more space in your life, whether that's time, presentness, helping to free up your efforts, free your mind. I mean, routines are so beautiful in that way. And I want every person, woman to experience the power and beauty of routines. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And like you said in the beginning too, like that's your aim. That's what you're after. And it's going to be different for each person, but I think all of us can find the beauty in even that, that moment and that story. Um, before I let you go, I want to ask two questions. The first is what is a routine you're currently working on? Because I mean, like you talked about, we never arrive. We're never done. We have to constantly tweak or try a new one. So what are you working on right now that way? Yes. So exercise routine. Yeah. (laughs) Exercise routine because I started an exercise routine. I don't know, like maybe about a few months back, it didn't stick. And I was like, okay, Ashley, I go back to the drawing board. Why didn't it stick? What's going on? Yes. And so then I was like, oh, you were trying to exercise with your kids for one, Ashley, you cannot <laughs> do that. Because I was like, I don't want to exercise in the morning. I don't want to exercise at night. But I said, nope, the nighttime is perfect for you. So mm-hmm. I started exercising about two weeks ago. I started exercising as soon as I put our girls to bed. As soon as we put them to bed, I exercise. Yeah, that's right. your trigger. Seven. That's my, yep. That's my trigger. Exactly. It's around seven or eight o'clock. I exercise and I've been consistent with it. I'm trying to do 21 straight days. I'm on day 18 now and it has been great. And even after it still isn't going to end even after that, cause I'm going to say another 21 days, but yeah. it has been so beautiful just doing that because I feel so good. Like I understand for me, I need to exercise. Like I have to, or I don't feel like myself. And so, um, it's just been a beautiful routine I've been working on. Is there, is there anything you can pinpoint like, okay, this has helped me be consistent with that. One, the goal that I have to lose, lose my kangaroo pouch. I'm going to be very transparent with you all because I'm trying to fit into pants. They're not fitting. I'm feeling like uncomfortable. So that has been a really huge goal and just really understanding that this is really what's going to help to keep me feeling like myself and being well is that has been really huge for me too because yeah. I'm, I've really noticed that exercise is really important for my life yeah and I think it's like it's okay to have like some circumstantial things like oh I want to have more energy um you know whatever it might be but also like like you just did like you have to pair it with something that is far deeper that like your own identity transcends what your outcomes even are. And that's the thing that we talk about a lot and about progress too, is even with, as you're implementing these routines, it can't be about the the end product. It has to be about, you know, it's in the journey that you are really transformed. It's not the outcome. Um, so I love that you were highlighting that for us too. Um, so Ashley, the last question is I wanted to know where to direct you to or people to besides your podcast routine and things, which they need to go first, but where else can they find you? Yes. So I'm primarily on Instagram. So at routine and things is where you find me hanging out. I'm always on Instagram, my stories, and I just truly love connecting with, with women there. I love that. So that's where you can find me routine and things on Instagram. And right now my site is being revamped because I'm 
about to launch my first set of products for routine and things, which I'm super excited about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's super exciting. Um, so yeah, that's, that's in the works and it should be coming soon. Okay. So once you got that live, you got to let me know and I'll, and I'll share it on Instagram with my people as well, but we look forward for that. It's going to be amazing. Um, and I just want to thank you so much for being here and taking the time and for teaching me so much too. And I'm grateful for our new friendship. You just won't be able to get away from me now. Yes. Can I share one last thing, Monica? Oh, we would love that. Oh, thank you. So I wanted to offer to anyone listening to get started with my rocket routine training. So I have a training that is for anyone wanting to create a routine right now for their life. I walk you step by step through how to create a routine using um, my signature process. It's called the T approach. And I teach you how to create a routine that works for you and also what really is needed to help you stay consistent in that routine. And so that is available. I just opened the doors probably about two weeks ago. And um, it's been a beautiful experience seeing women you know, get that training and start to really maximize their routines and really start to, um, you know, shift their perspective on routines and really stay consistent with them. So I wanted to offer that. And that's also, you can, you can get that by going to Instagram too, right now. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see all about it. Okay, cool. And I, do you have a link in your profile there that we can link to in the show notes? Okay. Um, I'll make sure we do that. So people can connect with you there and everything I've listened to with what you, what you put out there on your podcast and as well as Instagram, like it's, it's starting to be super good. So, um, Ashley, I'm sure we're going to have to have you back. Uh, thank you again so much for being here. Oh, I thank you so much, Monica. Oh, I love that episode so much. And I hope it gave you the hug and kick in the pants you need to grow. Let's go through our progress pointers. These are our practical ways that you can take action and do something based off of what you learned today. Number one, ask, what is my aim? Two, routines are about having more freedom so you can live well and stay well. Three, Structure matters more than specificity. Don't be afraid about being broad. Four, be picky about routines you choose to start. Five, three categories to help guide you. Self, squad, space. Six, ask what your struggles are within those categories. Seven, allow your past to direct your present. And eight, routines are not rules as much as they are wellness zoom out to your greater why. I want to thank Ashley again so much for being on the show. And remember, you can find all things routine and things uh, in our show notes, which you can also find on our website aboutprogress.com slash podcast. Two quick reminders for you. First, this month we are doing a Dear Progressor episode at the end, and I would love, love to hear from you. You can learn about, you can learn how by going to aboutprogress.com slash be on the show, especially with consistency. I know so many of you have experiences with this, and you can teach us what you've done to be more consistent in your life. And the second reminder is to make sure you sign up for our free class on habit formation, how to make habits that stick by going to aboutprogress.com slash free class. Progressors, I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love this month's theme, and I am so jazzed to be sharing way more coming for you. I'll see you soon. Remember that life is about progress, not perfection.
So honestly, it can be a task to get some strong routines established, especially when you're trying, especially, geez. I'll stop the recording there and we, oh, I don't want to end the meeting. Whoops. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.